0: Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and today I'm honored to have Professor Vincenzo Russo on Voices. He's a professor of consumer psychology and neuromarketing at Ilium University in Milan, and he's a member of the scientific committee for the Milan Expo in 2015. But for our purposes today, he is the author of a fascinating book called Communicating Wine, Applied Neuromarketing Techniques, which takes an in-depth look at how to be effective in the area of wine communication. So welcome to the show, Vincenzo. Thank you so much for giving us your time today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for your invitation.
0: Well, I had a a really interesting time um, reading through your book. It's a fascinating study of what works and what doesn't work in the world of wine marketing. What got you interested in looking into the wine sector in particular?
1: So when I talk with my student about the wine marketing area, I talk about a very uh, big area interested by um, psychological, sociological, religious aspect. So it's very important to analyze the wine, the wine marketing strategy with a different uh, uh, approach respect to other kinds of consumption because there are a lot of uh, meaning, psychological, sociological, religious aspect that we need to, to uh, consider when we um, analyze the um Wine marketing strategy. So uh, with our instrument, we analyze the, the this field with a very new approach, uh, with the neuroscientific approach. And we analyze two different things that is very important in this sector: the technical indication about the wine and the emotional aspect. And uh, in particular, this aspect is very important for non um, expert drinkers. So uh, in this case, they use a lot of the Emotion that a label can produce, or uh, the, the, the values that you can communicate with your website uh, um, for, for them is very important. So, we have a two different areas of an analysis, and I think in this sector is very important to the emotional one.
0: It's it's so interesting because a lot of of wine consumption is very personal and very emotional on many levels. Can you explain to our listeners what what constitutes an emotional response and how can wine marketing generate an emotional response for for consumers?
1: Yeah, this is a very important question because when we talk about the emotional aspect, we think that the emotional the emotion is a, a variable that can change our. Uh, think our decision-making process. Uh, In reality, the emotion uh, is uh, a very important part of this kind of uh, uh, process. So when we talk about the emotional response, we talk about the normal uh, approach to the stimuli. Um, There is a very uh, very famous sentence from uh, one of the main experts in neuroscience, Antonio Damasio. He was the author of one of the very incredible book. The title was "The um, Discarded Error. And he said that we are not a thinking machine that can have emotion, but we are an emotional machine that we can have a thinking process. So the emotion is a part of our reaction to the stimuli. The first part of the brain that uh, we can uh, um, activate with the stimuli is the limbic system, uh, the very whole part of our brain dedicated to the emotion. So when we talk about the uh, reaction, we talk about the emotional reaction, and then we we, um, activate the other part of the brain, the the cortical part, the noble cortical part dedicated to, to, uh, to the rational part. Uh, of our decision making process. So when we talk about the emotional response, we talk about the normal reaction to the people to, for example, the color of the wine, the color of the label, the for the size of the bottle. And um, I think in the in the wine sector, this aspect is very important. There is a very famous theory about the decision-making process from very old expert uh, that in 1981 they said that we have two different processes. Of decision making. The first one is linked with our rationality. And when we have a very big engagement, big motivation, when we are expert, we use the rationality, we use the noble cortex. But many times we have a very low motivation. Or if we have a, a, a very high motivation, we can have also a low capacity of, um, and ability to understand as expert. In this case, we use a, a very peripheral reaction, emotional reaction to the side. So usually when we talk about the um, consumer uh, we talk about uh, non-expert uh, usually, so they use a lot uh, the emotional reaction that uh, can produce a label or the color of the wine and so on. So for us uh, in the wine marketing uh, uh, sector, it's very important to, to analyze this uh, this part of the our brain.
0: It's It's very interesting. You make a good point there, too, that... There are several categories of wine consumers, wine experts or sommeliers or just average wine drinkers or people who are new to wine. What are the different messages that appeal to each one of those groups? How can wine producers adapt their label design and their marketing to attract those people
1: is we know that uh, there are a very different reaction to the stimuli like a label from uh, expert and non-expert for example from our studies we 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 can see that uh, usually the non-expert look a lot uh, information like uh, organic uh, certification of the wine and uh, usually the 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 experts don't don't pay attention to this, this information. I don't know why, but usually when we compare the, the output from eye tracking, the tracking tool for the analysis of eye movement, we can see that the non-expert look at this indication maybe because they understand the meaning of organic certification. They look at the organic certification, they look at the capacity of the bottle. It's very strange because usually the, 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 the capacity of the bottle usually is the same, but they look at this Information, maybe because they won't understand, or maybe because they understand this kind of information. Uh, anyway, if we want to talk about the, um, the different uh, aspects uh, important for different uh, expert and non expert uh, drinkers, we can see that the um, uh, the, the, the non-experts are so attracted by the history, um, the storytelling of the uh, the wine. Usually you can find the storytelling in the uh, back of the, the label. Uh, and they, for them, it's very important to, to understand um, the history of the winery, and they wanted to uh, have more information about the which kind of uh, flavor they can uh, try with this uh, wine and uh, the uh, combination with food. And uh, for them, it, these three indications are so important. In the, mm, expert like uh, a sommelier, this uh, is not so important. It's important uh, uh, which kind of uh, uh, wine you have in this uh, in this product and the brand. Uh, the, the, um, the terroir and uh, there's a very different approach. If we look at the brain of expert and non-expert uh, and the activation of the brain with the magnetic resonance, we can see that uh, the the two groups use a different, uh, different uh, part of the brain. Usually the non-expert uh, um, have the activation of the whole part of the brain linked with the emotion, the limbic system. And uh, the, uh, the expert have the activation of the dorsal prefrontal cortex. So this part of the brain is linked with the rationality. So the approach to the wine is completely different. But uh, I remember to the producer that uh, usually the non drinker, the, the non expert, are the big market. Uh, so maybe it's important to create the label for the non-expert and not for the expert.
0: That's such an interesting point. Um, you know, there are definitely fewer experts in the world than non-experts. So I can see what you mean. The, the market for non-experts is much bigger. I want to touch on something you just mentioned, the use of eye tracking and heat mapping experiments. Can you explain to our listeners what these methods were and how they worked in terms of measuring response? Because it's fascinating to read in the book. They can't see the photographs that you put in there. But if you could describe to us how that technology worked and how you came to these conclusions.
1: Yeah, the, the, the eye tracking is uh, really the the um, a, a very easy uh, tool for, for us because uh, it's a very old uh, um, instrument. Of course, now it's a more sophisticated uh, instrument to uh, for the analysis of the eye movement. Uh, with this uh, tool, we can have indication about uh, the, the the fixation of some uh, uh, web page, for example, or the label. How many milliseconds people look at this indication? Um, the sequence of the vision of a little part of the bottle, a little part of the website. So it's a very important tool for the analysis of eye movement, for the um, analysis of the vision of some, something. But I think it's very important to, to use other other uh, instruments. The neuroscientific approach usually uh, puts in, in, together different, different uh, tools, like EEG, electroencephalography, that talk with the eye tracking uh, instrument. So with the EG I can have information about which part of the brain is activated, and um, this for me is a very important indication because it can uh, can give indication of, can give um, uh, information about which kind of emotion, positive or negative, the people have have when look something. So uh, the EEG, the late encephalography, talk with uh, eye tracking. And if I use uh, other instruments uh, like a uh, evaluator of uh, our skin conductance at rate, I can have also information about uh, the intensity of the motion. So the eye tracking is a very important tool for the analysis of the um, high movement. But I think it's very important to have also indication about the our brain, uh, thanks to the EEG, uh, encephalography, and our uh, body, thanks to the other instruments. Uh, instrument for the analysis of respiration, heart rate, and skin conductance. The neuromarketing approach now is a very strong approach to the analysis of uh, the emotional people and uh, there is a very famous uh, sentence from one of the main experts um, in in, in communication of the last uh, century that can explain why we have to use this kind of instrument the name of this expert is David Ogilvy, one of the main experts in advertising and he said in 1963 a very interesting phrase, he said that the problem that we have when we uh, want to understand a little more about uh, our consumer is that the consumer don't think how they feel. They don't say what they think and they don't do what they say. So it's very difficult to have a the real indication from uh, the people uh, uh, with the questionnaire interview and, uh, and, uh, and focus group about their real emotion. So we needed to use other instruments for the emotional analysis, like e.g., like the analysis of skin conductance, of course, eye tracking for the analysis of the eye movement.
0: That's that's so interesting. I've I've heard similar things said before about surveys and questionnaires that people won't tell the truth, even if they're anonymous, because they don't want to be seen as being uneducated or not having a good palate. Uh, even if they're drinking box wine, they won't admit to it. So that's a that's a very good point. So the technology that you're using is, is much more of a 360 degree technology. You're able to track eye movement and, and other body responses and not rely on actually what the people say they're going to do. That's very interesting. Let me just ask you, Vincenzo, how, how do you do this research? Do you have 50 people in a room, each of them with bottles of wine in front of them? Or what does it look like when you're doing this research? I'm curious.
1: We usually have one person in in our lab for each protocol, and because we spend twenty minutes to put all instruments in the body of the people, and but usually we have at the hand of our research about 20, 20 people, thirty people, and with a very short sample we can have a very valid data because we analyze the instinctual reaction of the people. And we don't analyze the opinion of the people. When we study the opinion of the people, we need a very big big sample. But when we analyze the reaction of the people, the instinctual reaction of the people, we need to have a very short, very short sample, in a very little sample. So for us it is important to have 20 people. But uh, I remember you that uh, we have a different uh, reaction, distinct uh, to a different reaction from uh, a man and uh, a woman, and from uh, uh, people hold, and young people. So um, with 20 20 people for each subgroup, we can have very valid data about the emotional reaction. But usually we have one person every uh, every time for for the analysis, for example, in order to analyze the website or or the reaction to the um, taste of the wine, the color of the wine, uh, and so on.
0: And so interesting. Who who is um, commissioning this research? Do wine producers come to you, or is it you know sort of a, a government? body or a wine regulator who who asks for this research because it's absolutely fascinating.
1: Usually we we work a lot with a very big company uh, or a consortium because they they have <laughs> they have the sensibilization to spend money for the research. We work with very famous wineries and um, with a big company like um, the Food Field there is a Lavazza for example or Carlsberg Heineken very big companies that spend a lot of money for the communication and they want to have more indication about the quality of the communication, the quality of the advertising, for example. But sometimes we we work also with a little, a small, small companies. For example, a little, a small company from the Lange for a new communication of a bottle for Barolo. And because there is a very new generation, young owner, that they, that they can understand the, the potentiality, the, um, the the power for this kind of approach. So um, the cost of this approach is not so big, it's not so high. So um, usually the cost is 10% of your investment uh, Five percent is a very little part, but you are you are more indication about the quality of the the the, the efficacy of the communication.
0: Absolutely, and I, I think I think you've just hit on something really interesting. The younger generation tends to understand technology better and trusts technology more, so they're they're comfortable with using it, and I think they're comfortable with the findings. So that's a really interesting point that young wine producers or younger younger people in the business are really open to using this kind of research. I think that's that's also fascinating. I just wanted to ask you, in your opinion, sort of what area of marketing is the most important, you know, according to the research that you've done? You know, is it websites or social media or just simply the label by itself? What has the biggest impact? You know, what generates the most response from the consumers
1: in the lab? Usually, uh, I think it's important to have a very complex uh, strategy of communication. Uh, It's very difficult to to say that uh, the website is more important than the label. Uh, I think it's important to have a very uh, complex strategy uh, able to put together on the same uh, direction the website, the social media marketing, and so on. Uh, But sometimes this this approach depends on the target. If my target is uh, only the people in the store, maybe it's better to uh, to to invest money in the, in the in a good bottle, a good label, and so on. But the, I remember you that the people usually um, love to to have more information. So uh, after the, the the purchase of one bottle, maybe they go in they go inside the website for um, in order to have more information about the winery. So it's very difficult to say that uh, which is the the the. the main main area where it's important to to invest money. There is a, also an important consideration um, about the social media marketing. Uh, many people say that we have the social media marketing and then when you look at the social media marketing, you can find only um, a Facebook uh, page without uh, um, new information, new news. I think it's very important to have a professional approach to the social media marketing.
0: Yeah, well, that's it's. I think the concept of layering layering communication is really important. Not everyone tunes into the same sort of communication. I know that I I don't follow Instagram the way that my 20-year-old uh, children do. So I think that's a very good point, that there's no one solution to, to marketing and communicating, especially in wine. What advice would you give to producers seeking to sort of improve the impact of their their marketing and generate more sales? What would you advise
1: them to do? I think for in particular in Italy, uh, more producers uh, um, spend a lot of time uh, to produce a very good product and uh, now is, I think it's very important to spend uh, time, money and effort for the good uh, marketing strategy. I think it's very important to, to have a very clear indication about the target, about the the, 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 the best strategy and I think is. Very important to invest uh, in a professional expert inside the company, inside the binary expert in communication expert in marketing many times I, I I found a different producers that they said yes the, the communication uh, my son is an expert in communication because it's <laughs> important to have a son with a professional uh, competencies in this area and we are working a lot with our master in fund communication in order to improve the capacity the ability of the people in this in this uh, in this field um, for example um, we have uh, this master only for communication with 500 hours of lesson about marketing communication. And uh, usually we need more hours. So uh, the, the field is uh, so big. Uh, we have a digital marketing. We have a traditional marketing. We have uh, the, the events. We have the, diff- uh, the, the different, uh, uh, different uh, uh, approach, advertising and so on. It's very important to have one expert in this area. Not the sum.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. I think people tend to forget too. Wine is not like a T-shirt. You know, a lot of time and effort goes into making wine. So once you've invested all of that in your in your soil, in your you know technical abilities in the cantina in all of your harvest. You definitely should be putting some money into actually selling the wine. So um, I think you have a good point there. Probably your son shouldn't be running that. Absolutely. <laughs> After all the effort that you've you've done to get your product to market, it should definitely get its message out. So this is this is a fascinating topic, um, and I'm I'm so interested to hear how many opportunities to study at the university. Just wine marketing, it, it really shows how our society now is so inundated with messages. It's important to be able to target and to focus properly. So thank you so much for coming on. Before I let you go, I'm going to have to ask you, what is your favorite Italian wine, Vincenzo? What would you drink if you were opening a bottle for yourself.
1: (laughs) I love Sicilian wine and uh, for me the best wine, the white wine is uh, from uh, Baglio del Cristo de Campobello Laudari. It's a Chardonnay with a little bit uh, more wood. Uh, Very, very, very nice. Very, very good. Uh,
0: Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Aren't Sicilian wines doing well now? Talk about marketing success. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Really appreciate it. And this is is such a fascinating topic to Talk about. So, thank you for uh, giving me the chance to read your book and coming on and chatting with me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you two.